0: Hello everyone, and welcome to our Employment Law Year in Review Regional Roundtable Series, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host today, Philippe Durand, partner with Auguste de Bouzy in France. Each year, we kick off our program with a special series of Year in Review programs, broken down by region, and focusing on the most impactful regulations of the past year, as well as forecasting on the important topics that will impact employers in the coming year, that is to say in 2024. Today, joining us, we have several ELA members representing the Baltics, the Baltic countries, the three countries that are situated by the Baltic Sea on the east side, and I'm talking more specifically about Estonia, I'm talking about Latvia and Lithuania. And for the Members of our audience who would not be familiar with those countries, I'm talking of countries which are situated actually at the north of Poland, south of Finland, and the western part of Russia. More specifically, I'm happy to have with us today for Estonia, Hanna Pak. Hanna is a senior associate with Alex. We also have today Iveta Zeple. Iveta is representing Latvia and she's a senior counsel with Alex as well. And for the third Baltic country, for Lithuania, I'm happy to have on this program today, Rimentas Stavinicius, and Rimantas is an expert with the law firm of LX as well. So very happy to have you on this program today.
1: Thank you. We are happy to provide you an insight in the past year as well as
0: into this year. Very good. That's exactly what we are going to talk about, Hannah. And since you were just talking, I would like to start with you for Estonia, if you don't mind. And, you know, the first question we'd like to ask in this series is about the most impactful, significant legal changes that you have been witnessing in 2023 in your own jurisdiction, that is to say, in Estonia.
1: From the practical point of view, I think one of the most favorable changes for the companies was that the legislator provided more flexible provisions about on-call time in the field of information and communications technology. So now it is easier for the companies to agree with the employees who need to stay for the on-call duty.
0: Very good. That's what we would call in French, astrant, and this flexibility is certainly worth tracing. Turning to Latvia and to you, Iveta, what would be the most significant change you would like to share with us today for 2023?
2: Well, if I may also comment more broadly, then I, I would like to know that we had changes in Latvian government and also the president last year because our head of Latvian government resigned in August. And as a result, we had a change of whole government, which is now led by a nice and clever woman. Also, we had elections of president, and the former foreign minister won the tight fight. So it was very interesting political games being played in Latvia last year. With respect to practical issues, there haven't been like major changes in the Labour Act. In 2023, in Latvia, but we had several notable tax issues when positive changes being introduced. Firstly, if I may note, it's quite common in Latvia for the employers to pay and provide for the health and insurance for their employees. And as of this year, the amount of the insurance premium for such insurance for employees, which is exempt from the relevant taxes, has been increased. Also, another positive change is that the amount of monthly expenses related to remote work, which is compensated by the employer, but exempt from the relevant taxes, also has been increased from this year. And finally, now the employers can cover the higher education fees, the tuition fees paid by the employer as a benefit for the employee who is planning to obtain higher education If it's necessary for obtaining some skills necessary for the employer, it's also not subject to relevant taxes anymore.
0: Very good. So if I try to summarize political changes, I guess we might be coming back later on because you may know that we also like to ask our guests about uh, the future in 2024. So those changes you were talking about, Iveta, might have an impact for 2024, and we will see later on what you have to say about that. And... Regarding the rest of the those changes you were referring to, I think they are interesting because those tax changes are very, are some form of significant incentives for the employer to pay or to grant extra benefits for employees in Latvia. So that's worth noting. Now, if we will try to look at uh, into the direction of Lithuania, Remantas, uh, what would be your answer to that question? I.e., what would be the most significant change or changes? you would like to share with us today as far as uh, 2023 is concerned?
3: As for Lithuania, in 2023, we didn't have any material changes in employment labor law, but there were some changes that government implemented in terms of work-life balance and uh, better assisting the family obligations of employees, which is basically related to implementation of respective EU directive. And so we have this uh, requirement to switch it and to, between the parents, between the father and the mother, the child care leave. If before that, only one parent, usually a mother, could take all the parental leave paid by the government as of the beginning of last year, at least partly if it two months should be taken by another parent usually by the father so the stake of the father is increased in the child care process and the mothers at the same time or the other parents are better connected to the work environment i would call this as a main change for the 2023 and Government also went one step further in the area of public sector and the public sector companies and other public sector employers, they also grant shortened working week, shorter to thirty-two hours per week in comparison to 40 hours per week of standard for the parents who have uh, small children, meaning the children below three years of age.
0: Okay, that's um, interesting because uh, we do see few jurisdictions already going the same direction in the EU. And I should have stressed, by the way, that your three countries, by the way, are certainly members of the European Union. So this trend, you were just uh, describing, Rimentus, about trying to get to a form of gender equality in terms of uh, childcare, for example, that's also a pattern we see in a few, not all of them, but in a few EU countries uh, already. Now, turning to the second question we always ask our ELM members in this series, is your predictions. How do you see things in 2024? What do you think should be expected? What do you think are really significant changes that our listeners should be expecting? And I would like to start with Latvia and with you, Iveta, because you were precisely referring to significant political changes that you were just talking to us about that so do these political changes may have an impact or, or not? And what sort of uh, changes you should be expecting for your jurisdiction, that is to say Latvia?
2: Well, uh, there might be, of course, uh, resulting changes due to political, change of political personalities. But what I wanted to note here and comment more generally, what we already probably noted also last year, the TSG, environmental social governments, issues are still topical in Latvia like wellness of employees, uh, diversity, similar issues are being paid attention to. And one more issue is because we see that we have demographical issues. The number of people of retirement age is increasing in Latvia. So in future, the workforce availability related issues are material. And as a result, also such topics as artificial intelligence, Involvement in employment uh, duties and uh, automatization of processes are being discussed more frequently. With respect to practical issues, if my, I may also note, Remantas noted this um, balance between private life and work life. And we have one interesting proposal now being discussed with respect to management board members who are serving on the grounds of management. Agreements, which means that employment law is not applicable to them. But now there is such a proposal that specific provisions regulating special vacations related to childcare would be applied to such management board members. And they would then be entitled to the maternity leave, leave for adopters, parental leave, and similar. So that's one important issue which might be adopted this year. <laughs>
0: I was thinking of a previous podcast we recorded, and that is now available on the web through the yearly website, where we were joking about uh, Lithuania being sometimes very apart from the other Baltic countries. But this time, interestingly enough, Iveta, you were able to spot one common theme where Latvia and uh, Lithuania may share some kind of common view in employment law as far as uh, childcare and giving certain benefits to parent and the mother, equal benefits in that respect to each of them. So that's something to be looked after. And another thing that I found of significance in what you said, Iveta, is this aging population issue. We also have the same problem in France with uh, how to keep what we would call senior people occupied on the job market without being unemployed. That's a big issue in many EU countries and countries all over the world when we see the working population, which is, of course, in many countries, gradually, gradually aging. Okay, so that's good to know. So why don't we now go back to Lithuania and to you, Rimentas. How would you describe those changes we, we should be anticipating? What what would be your thoughts for Lithuania for 2024?
3: If I may proceed with this topic of aging population, which is definitely the topic for all European countries, it is initiated by current government to have a huge package of documents, legislative documents, part of which is specifically related to addressing this matter in the terms that were intended to attract more facilitation fees and similar incentives to keep these aging people in the market, if necessary, allow them retraining or requalification and keeping them employed. And to what extent it will work, we will see. Another part of this package which uh, enacted will definitely have effect on the employers and on the companies is related to fighting the so-called illegal work meaning that if let's say the people are engaged in employment related activities without employment contract and without paying taxes and allowing them necessary guarantees so the government suggesting considerably increasing the fines for violation of law. If now we have something around several thousand euros So the suggestion is to increase this to some percentage of turnover, meaning the increase is significant. Wherever or not, it will become a fact we will see, but the idea is to fight this phenomenon as illegal work.
0: To my knowledge, as far as France is concerned, by the way, we have a kind of sanction based on revenue only for whistleblowing breach of law. And usually we would have as far as employment law is concerned, fixed fines. So that remains quite something significant. I'm talking about that piece of legislation you're expecting for Lithuania. So that's certainly something to be watched, as well as some specific measures or steps that might be taken by your government over the next few months for what I would call senior employees, as we usually call them. And I would like to conclude this question, of course, with Estonia and you, Hannah. What would be the um, few changes you you are expecting, anticipating in your jurisdiction in Estonia? What would be crossing your mind for 2024 that would be worth sharing with our audience today?
1: In connection with your last comment regarding the whistleblowers, I'm actually expecting that Finally, uh, perhaps this year, Estonia will manage to adopt this whistleblowers directive into local law, which we have still not done so far. Another big topic would be the working and rest time requirements. And in light of the judgment of the European Court of Justice, especially with respect to the employees who are working in shifts. So there might be some new provisions or amendments to the existing provisions as regards the daily and weekly rest time requirements. It also concerns flexible working hours more generally. There have been some initiatives in the past as well, and there are still ongoing discussions with the market participants, meaning the employers associations and trade unions, etc. How to make the working hours more flexible, because currently the regulation in Estonia is quite strict in that sense, and you have to be very specific when you are indicating the working hours in the contracts. And the labor inspectorate has also informed the public for the first time in the history, so to say, that this year they have disclosed a list of companies that they expect to visit and check this year. So the employers should go over their employment documentation and also make sure that the working environment issues are covered and all in good standing.
0: Anna, is that a usual practice, that they would disclose in advance the list of companies they want to visit and to audit, or is it the first time they do that?
1: They have not done it before. This is the first time, and this was big news in, in that sense, yes.
0: Wow. <laughs> interesting. It's interesting. Interesting stuff happening in Estonia. And working time you were talking about two minutes ago is also a headache in many jurisdictions, because that can get very technical And it can be quite complex when you get to counting the hours, rest time, on-call duties. We're talking about that as well, by the way, Hannah, the beginning of of the discussion. Now, for our last question, I would like to ask you for Lithuania, with you, Rimentas, about what employers should be thinking about in Lithuania and that they should be doing right now in order to stay compliant or to get prepared for any anticipated new regulation. What would you say to that, Rimentas?
3: Taking the same topic as Hannah just covered about the labor authorities' attention to the market in consideration with this new legislation, if it becomes enacted in the the aim of fighting of illegal work, they promise to make much more inspections in order to sort of fight this misbehavior by certain companies. So this might be expected for next year. And when it comes to Lithuanian practicalities, uh, when we speak about illegal work in Lithuania, it is not only a general situation when the employers fail to conclude the employment contract, but also we have such a tiny requirement to notify social security authorities one business day in advance before employing any person. And the violation of this one day in advance notification is also considered as illegal work by the rule of law, and so some you know tiny mistake might result in considerable fines as we discuss in the second question. So I would say that this is the right time to consider whether our as employers uh, procedures of recruitment of notifying the authorities. All these formalities, if they are arranged in good order and if they will not fail us in the critical moment.
0: Basically, your advice, Rimentas, for Lithuania is really conduct an audit to make sure that employers in Lithuania are really compliant because you have a strong sense of uh, tighter controls being set up and put in place in 2024 in Lithuania. How about Estonia, Hannah? What would you say for your own jurisdiction? What would be the um, takeaway or tips you would like to give to our audience today.
1: Well, my recommendation also concerns the inspections of the Labour Inspectorate, what we can now expect, or at least for those companies who have been already listed as subjects to this inspection. So the occupational health and safety and labour relations will be checked, which means that also their related documents and that these meet legal requirements. So the aim is to make sure that everything is as it should be. So I would advise the companies to review their employment documentation, both the contracts, but also work environment risk assessments, for example. And the mutual goal together with the labor inspector would then be to prevent work accidents and actually to make the working environment a place where everyone would be happy to work.
0: Very good. So that's also, the bottom line I hear is also about auditing certain practices in place with Estonian companies and make sure they are compliant in the areas you are referring to. And you will have, Iveta, the last word today with Latvia. What we'd like to share with our listeners today in that respect?
2: If I may say some words on another topic which hasn't been mentioned yet in our discussion today, it's about equal and transparent pay. Because Latvia is the same as another EU country will have to impose the relevant EU directive into the national law this year. Although no amendments have been developed yet, it's already clear that the employers will have to introduce measures to ensure equal pay because the statistics show that there might be potentially unjustified differences. So uh, it is advisable to timely develop some internal policy regarding the work remuneration issues, which will uh, facilitate the transparency and use the gender-neutral criteria, just to be ready already for the new coming legislation in this regard.
0: Very good. Very good. So I would like to thank uh, the three of you, Hanna, Iveta, Rimentas, this uh, interesting discussion. We did see a few common themes that you've been sharing with us. Yveta was just talking about gender uh, issues. That's certainly a common theme that you guys have been referring to today. And also, I would like to stress government controls, because Estonia and uh, Lufiana, you were both talking, Hannah and Rimentas, about stronger authorities control in various areas and various levels for uh, 2024. At least that will be your predictions for 2024. And I would like to thank the three of you again for sharing your thoughts uh, today.
1: Thank you for listening.
0: You're quite welcome, uh, Hanna. If you would like to connect with uh, Hanna, Iveta or Rimenta, click on their bios in the description of this podcast. We also encourage you to reach out to any of our lawyers around the world by selecting Find a Lawyer on the ELA website at ela.law, that's L-A-W, or download our app by searching Employment Law Alliance in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Additionally, check out training.ela.law to access our training portal featuring online harassment prevention programs and much more. Information about all the programs available in the Year in Review series and other resources are available on the event landing page at ela.law. You've been listening to the Employment Law Year in Review Regional Roundtable, a series brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Philippe Durand.